Welcome, dear listeners, to Sacred Journey Through the Pages of God's Word. I'm your guide in this adventure, Steve Kitts, and I'm truly grateful that you've joined me in another session of During Bible Study Podcast. Before we look closer into these verses that will illuminate your heart and your mind today, let us pause for a moment in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, as we open your precious word, we look for your guidance and wisdom. May the Holy Spirit be our teacher. Illuminate the truth within each of these sacred pages. Bless all those that tune in today that they may find solace, inspiration, and spiritual growth through what is shared and explored in your word. In Jesus' holy name we pray and amen. Just go when God said go. Going where God told you to go is not easy, always easy, uh, easy route to take at any time. In our Christian walk, we have to go through troubles and trials. We will have to sojourn and go places and do things. In my mind, I always look back to Father Abraham. His name was Abram at the time, and we find this in Genesis 17 and 5. Neither shall thy name any more be Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham for a father of many nations I have made thee. Now his original name was Abram, meaning exalted father in Hebrew. His new name was Abraham, meaning father of the multitude. Now Abraham's name now represented how he was being used by God as the beginning of nations throughout whom God would do mighty works. God told him to go to a place that he would show him in Genesis 12 and 1, it says, Now the Lord said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I shall show thee. Now keep in mind that Abraham and his family were wealthy, and very well known. We'll go back and visit them later in the Bible too. Uh, his, his uncle, and he will send his kids back to do stuff, but th- there's riches there, and there's a wealthy lifestyle. They had all that they could ask for and lived comfortably. They were able to attend temple services and the family looked like church people. Now, that goes about today. A lot of people look like Christians, but they're dead inside. Abram listened to God. He was told to leave all that behind and go in some distant place, a place that will be revealed later. Now that's faith. Beginning of faith is accepting God and going with it. We read that he didn't hesitate, but he gathered up his stuff and he took off in that direction. Abram must have been a believer of the promises of God. We see that in this verse, it emphasizes a great detail of Abram leaving behind everything in order to obtain a promise that God intended for him and his family. The promise of a place at least the, this initial encounter is very vague, pointing to a land that the Lord shall show Abram in a future point. Sometimes God will move you out of your comfort and into a trial so he can move you to place someplace better. Not just better for you, but for your family and those to come after you're even gone. A, a blessing that continues to go. 
my spirit is clinging to that action right now. Often I'm moved by God to different churches to do work and to teach and to support the pastor and different people in the church. And I know I can feel when my time is finished at a church and I need to move on to somewhere else. Trouble is that sometimes it isn't clear on where he wants me to go. But definitely the notion and the understanding to leave a certain place is there. Sometimes he has to push me out. Uh, I'm pretty hard-headed about where I want to stay, and I get comfortable and don't want to leave and, and go out and do something new. I believe we've all been there. But there's no way that your soul can be fed a, a dead area. I mean, dead for you. Uh, there may be spirits still in the church that you're attending, but as far as you getting fed, you have to seek out what God wants for you for him to feed you right and that's just me, you can have your own opinion on that. But you can't stay by a brook that's drying up. He'll move you to another place, not only to bless you, but bless the people that you come in contact with at the new place. All I can do right now is pray and keep myself focused on God, cling on to Him and His promises, and trust Him, just like Abram did. It came to me today when I was driving in the cold, drizzly rain and the wind blowing, we have things to shield us from the elements. I was in my car, but we know we have homes to provide shelter and comfort. Abram and his family was out in the elements. They were out in it. They were heading from one place to another, and they would probably go through storms and the heat. Don't forget about the heat because they were in an open desert. There's many places in there that they said that they came up under trees to get shelter and uh, comfort from the heat and and the the bearing sun down on them they would set up tents to to sit in and they would travel by night where it was easier to travel and there's a lot of things that they had to go through not only the elements but the challenge to get food and then they were also the worry about thieves and evil people that would prey on travelers this was a dangerous area they were going in we can look back and see about how many warrior tribes and and evil people were in that area that they had to travel through but God's hand was on them Abram put his faith all of his faith in God not just for him he wouldn't me as a man I don't want to take my family and take them through harm if I can help it I will avoid any harmful place that would impact my family but if I have to go through places like that I trust in God that he will get us through that Faith in the promises of God is allowing us to go to places where He will lead us. If God says go and do, we shouldn't worry about anything in the way because God is with us through that journey. We notice that God's with Abram through this whole journey too. I also believe that Abram would have trained his shepherds and helpers as warriors along the way because later on, we see that Abram took his shepherds and his workers, not even soldiers. They were just common people, and they defeated kings and rescued the people that the kings had captured uh, in Sodom and Gomorrah. The kings had come in and ransacked that place and took off prisoners, and one of those people was Abram's nephew, Lot. 
Abram took his group down there and rescued all those people and brought them back. Even the the king of Sodom and Gomorrah tried to honor and praise Abram for what he did. And Abram said, it wasn't me, it was all God. So that's how that worked out. So let's get back to Abram and his going to where God moved him. It may not be comfortable or easy going to where it was, but they were really determined to go and do what God told them to do. God called him away from the city of Haran, Haran, towards the land of Canaan, where Abram would never really settle on a fixed address. The only place that he owned, according to the Bible, was a gravesite. He bought it for his wife. He is known as a wandering Armenian from Deuteronomy 26 and 5. Now this lifestyle was inherently more God-centered than Abram would have depended on God's word and his leadership in order to find his significance and security and success. When you're out in it, when you're going without a stable place to, to even lay your head, you have to rely on God. You have to put all your trust in Him. And that's what Abram did. Now Hebrews 11 and 8 puts it like this. He set out not knowing where he was going. In world of work, believers must perceive the contrast between these two fundamental orientations. All work entails planning and building. Ungodly work stems from the desire to depend on no one but ourselves and it reflects itself narrow to benefits only ourselves and a few others that are close to us. But godly works is willing to depend on God's guidance and authority, and it desires to grow widely as a blessing to all the world, not just a short few. Today, we are most likely to stay in our comfort and security than to go out and, and do and face challenges of going for God. And sure, Abraham, sure, Abram could have told God that he wasn't going to go. But as we've seen in Jonah, how that worked out for him. I believe that this action of Abram was set before the world was even created. You can argue that if you want. But I think God had it all planned out. He knew when and where and how to move Abram. He knows when and how to use us. We could stay where we are and not do what he needs us to do. And that will only postpone what will eventually happen. We will come to ourselves, just like the prodigal son did, and like Jonah did in the belly of that great fish, we will come to ourselves and do his will. We know that we have people that we're destined to touch and reach through the power of the Holy Spirit. And following God's will allows us to receive his blessing on that, and that will bless those who are surrounding by us if God sends you somewhere and tells you to go then it's best to go and do it trust in him and know that he is going before you and then he will go with you it says many times in the Bible that he will go before you and make things ready for your arrival God knows how to set things up we have to trust him we have to put our faith in Him. We have to cling on to that promise that God is in control, that He knows the future better than we do. And staying where we're at, even though He told us to leave, is not beneficial to us or our ministry or our service to Him. 
besides Jesus told us to go out and make disciples. Go out and and reach people. Tell them about the goodness of God. Tell them about Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross and how he's prepared a place for us to go once we leave this place that we're not destined for hell if we believe on the blood of Jesus Christ and what he shed on the cross of Calvary to give us a better home, a better place to live, an eternal home that we will never die. And I know we had a discussion last night at Bible study about how we're going to look when we get to heaven and how we're going to know that we know each other. To me, I don't really mind all their arguments and, and discussions. As long as I can see Jesus, I don't care what I look like. I don't care what I sound like. I don't care where I even go. I know I got a mansion waiting on me, but that's not what's drawing me to heaven. Drawing me to heaven is seeing my Savior and thanking Him for all that He done for me, and His sacrifice, and allowing me an eternal life with Him forever. I mean, He made us a king and priest. We have power and authority. We have the ability to uh, do things, the miracles that Jesus did. He said, of these miracles I've done, you can do this and more in my name. If we believe in God and we really put Him first and we honor Him just like Jesus honored God, every miracle and everything, every walk and everything that Jesus did, we notice that He talked to the Father about it. God allowed Him to do these things so God could get the credit, not Jesus. Jesus never wanted a credit, and Jesus never asked for, look at me. Jesus always pointed to the Father on high. We're going to point to God, the Father, through the Holy Spirit, and our faith in Jesus Christ. And that's what's going to get us through. Go when God says go. Do what God says to do. Trust in Him completely because His ways are better than our ways. His desire to help and to to give to us is greater than we could ever fathom. So I pray that this will see that you moving. I don't wish you to have to move churches and uh, find a new place and a new position to be at. But if that happens, if you're one of those that God's chose to move and, and to use somewhere else, I implore you, I beg you, do what God says, not just for you, but your family and those that come after you, those in your lineage. There's generational blessings that can go on. You all the time hear about generation curses and, oh, we're cursed from great-grandfather's ways. Well, I want to pass on a blessing where my grandkids and great-grandkids will say, my papa or my granddaddy served the Lord in every way possible, and that's why we're blessed because we, you know, we serve the same God. The same God that I serve is the same one that Abraham served. The same one that Jesus looked to. The same one that sent down the ravens to feed the, the hungry. You can't, can't do better than this God. I'm telling you, God Almighty, the God that created the heavens and earth, 
our Savior, Jesus Christ, is one and the same through the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we believe in all of them that we're going to get through this and we're going to be able to touch and bless others with the message that he gives us. So we'll go ahead and close in a prayer. And God bless y'all. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, that you do send people into different places and different uh, jobs and different tasks in their life. It may be to go support somebody, or to sing, to play a musical instrument, to preach, to teach, whatever it is, so even to pray with a group, to, to show in numbers that they're not alone, to support somebody with a kind smile. It all works out. We're all different parts of the, the main body, Lord, the body of Christ, the body of the church, and we all can't be the fingers. We can't, can't be the thumbs. We have to be separate parts of the body. We have to be what you need us to be. And we thank you, Lord, that your, your ways are better than our ways, and you're greater than we could ever ask for. We thank you, Lord. Bless my brothers and sisters as they go about and bring them back in to your house that they might be able to join together with jubilee of your greatness and your love that you've always given us, that you've been too kind to us. You're a heavenly Father that loves us, and we thank you and we praise you, Lord. We lift you up in your blessed name, and amen.
I want to take a minute to talk to you about Buzzsprout. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new market or a channel, may I suggest that you share your thoughts and your ideas with the world. And it's just so fun to have a talk show. Podcasting is very easy, inexpensive, and a fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Within minutes of finishing each recording, Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And a team that they have at Buzzsprout is passionate in helping you succeed. They want you to succeed. Join with over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's go ahead and create something together. God bless you.